has been born to you and to me. Hallelujah. He is Christ, the Lord. This, is, this will be the sign to you. You will find him. You will find a baby wrapped and clothed, laying in a manger. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Señor Flores. When I hear the word joy, I think of the Holy Spirit. Singing. Happiness and love. Joy. I found joy. Happiness. I think of all the people that we all, when we're all together, what joy it is. Joy to the world. Happiness. The first thing the thought that comes to my mind is Jesus. Because it is joy to, to have him as a savior. Loving others. Happiness. Christmas. Giving. Happiness. All expressions of joy, thoughts of joy. What is joy to you today? Hmm? You know, we know that um, um, there are so many different gifts, right? And um, so as we continue in our series this morning on the Advent stories, I was lucky to come back to you this season again and to speak on joy again. Last year I did, and, I, and I, afterwards I, I told Pastor, I said, hey, I did that last year. I think it's harder to do it again. <laughs> you know? I said, but um, praise the Lord. I said, this year we'll go deeper. Amen? Well, you know, so we talked about the, um, last week we talked about some of, the, some of the gifts, and, you know, we talked about um, hope and love. Amen? And um, so today we're going to talk a little bit about some of those struggles we deal with when it comes to joy, about what we need to do and how we prepare ourselves for those struggles. As we approach Christmas, we often hear the joy, about the joy and about the joyful season and what it means and how we're trying to be, do so many different things. We're trying to put so much stuff in a bag. Hmm? And we get busy, and it's hard to create that joy. And joy is not just living for that moment. Hmm? Some of us thought we had that joy when the Dodgers went to the World Series. It, you know, it didn't last, guys. <laughs> I mean, I, was, I almost went to the game. You know, I was like, I'm going to go. And I asked Julie, $750 for one, time, one ticket, can I go? And she goes, think about it. You know, I said, she didn't say no, Eddie, she didn't say no, you know. But I thought, well, that's a lot of fishing trips for me. I better think about it, you know. But we lost. Huh? 
There was no joy. <laughs> you know, there was no joy. A friend of mine went and brought me this ball, and it says World Series on it, but it didn't say champions. You know, you know. Those are the seasons. Those are the seasons. But Christmas is not about that. Amen? You know? You know, we, we've all had and we all lived in those shallow moments before we came to the Lord. And they were all short-lived. Amen? But now, the gift of joy, the joy that's offered us by Jesus is a deep and abiding joy. It's a powerful joy. Come on. It's a powerful joy. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter how dark it is. It doesn't matter how, how you're hurting or how the world is hurting. And in the midst of all our troubles and struggles, we thank Jesus. We thank Jesus for that joy. We just think for that little baby that came. Hmm? He came to be sacrificed for us. Hmm. You know, I have to encourage you. And I challenge you to come to a, a place, a place where it's, you can be honest with yourself. You know, we don't have to cast aside all the worries of the world. We don't have to cast aside all these bills that are coming at you. Okay, all the troubles that are at you. We just need to unwrap this one gift. That gift is the gift of joy. When you've really unwrapped that gift, and you, you know, my father-in-law, he's old school. You know, how old is he, Julie? 89. He came from the Depression. You know, when we give him his birthday presents, takes that box apart. He doesn't want to rip that paper. We're like, come on, suegro, yeah, open it, you know? Because <laughs> all the kids are there, you know? And he I don't want to rip it, I don't want to rip it, I don't want to I can save it. You know? <laughs> How many are like that? Huh? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, us, we want to go through it right away. What's inside it? We unwrap the gift of joy. Unwrap the gift of joy. You know, we see in Peter calls an inexpectable and glorious. Hmm. You, you can't, you don't know what it is. You don't know how to be excited about it. And it tells you, it says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him, you know him and you believe in him. And you'll be filled with an inexpectable, glorious joy. First Peter 1.8. Amen. 
So in the last couple of weeks, we saw the gift of hope. And we, you know, we're all excited. And um, we unwrapped that gift. And we saw that it was a hope of love. And we saw this um, on love. And, and we found out what the meaning of the advent meant. And um, the coming, the arrival, the season marks by expectation. All those things, you know. We got our tree up yesterday. And uh, Melody's little girl, she was just, ooh, ah. And I'm just like tripping out on her. You know, Julie's putting all the bulbs on it and she's getting them all. She's excited. Expectation. She, she didn't know what it is, but she's excited. That's the kind of excitement we need to have every day in our walk. Every day. That light has to be bright every day. Every day we, we look at it, we can't, you know, we can't get stuck in it and just like in a going nowhere. So you see that we come into the Christmas season and we're able to share in the ancient longing for the coming of the Messiah to celebrate his birth. To be alert for a second coming, I always tell the rangers, you know, alert, alert. We have to be ready for anything. We've got to be watching for anything. We have to be looking at things through our spiritual eyes. Sometimes we put too much stuff on and we can't see them. You know, we got those $100 sunglasses on and I don't see the light, you know. I don't see the star You know, we light the candles, and um, they represent something. They represent something to you and to me and to the Christian world. Is that Cristo vive? It means that he lives for us. And that we'll see the fulfillment of him coming again. Maybe not us, but, but we will see and we'll know the, of it. So we're expecting the second coming of him. Amen. Are you expecting the second coming of him? Are you prepared for the second coming of him? You know, we're not an easy church here. You can see our pews are not full because we talk righteousness. Okay, I'm sorry. We just speak righteousness. All right? You have to be prepared. You have to have your life right. You have to live um, a life for Jesus. You know, as I was, I was reading some notes, and it says that um, it's a deep, and powerful kind of rejoicing that we have in him. You know, Psalms um, 96, 11 talks about the mountains and it talks about, excuse me, about the ocean and about the, the creation, the forest, everything rejoicing unto him. 
And sometimes we're like this with our coffee. My boss is a bum, you know? Our traffic's horrible. I hate my job. Is that the kind of attitude we're supposed to have, brothers? Huh? Let's get up and say, Gloria a Dios, I woke up today. <laughs> I can go to work and earn enough some more money and all my troubles will go away. No. All my troubles go away in Jesus. Come on. Come on, guys. But sometimes, you know, sometimes too many of us become nags. You know what a nag is? You guys know what a nag is? I thought it was an old horse. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, sometimes we say, how can I get into the feeling of the, of the season? How, how can I receive this gift of joy in the midst of all this that's going on? They're cutting my hours back. I'm not getting that promotion. Uh, I didn't get that bonus I was waiting for. Um, somebody canceled on me, you know. All those things. But we have to... We have to be able to recognize and choose joy. You have to choose joy. How do you choose joy? Is it something you get up in the morning and you just meditate? I'm going to be happy today. I'm going to be happy today. I'm going to be happy today. Is that, is that how we do it? It ain't, it ain't like that at all. You know, sometimes, just like in, um, when they were waiting for Christ to be born, yeah, they were, they were waiting for them. They were waiting for them. They were waiting for a long time. A long, long time. Some of them even forgot he was coming. Some of them got so busy doing their own thing. Hmm? Do we get like that sometimes? Hmm? Let's be real. We're waiting on his second coming. We must be alert. Hallelujah. 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 So, we must be watching and be praying ourselves. Hope, hope is staying alive, right? Hope is staying alive. We have to stay alive. Okay? How do you stay alive? Staying in your word. Mm, staying in your word. If you don't get into your word, you become that nag. You become that person that nobody wants to have coffee with you at work. El que es cristiano, you know? Right? That's the first thing they say, you know? He's a Christian and he's complaining all the time. We can't be that person. 
We can't be that person. We can prepare to move from discouragement. And you know, we've all had some. We've all had some. We've all had disappointments in our lives. You know? But we can't let that get us down. I said, Lord, you know, you're in control. You know, I get a, brother, I get a phone call from my brother up north. You know my brother's story doing life. I get a phone call from my nephew. He'll be out in April, I think. Theo, how are you? Emil, how are you doing? Thanks for visiting me, blah, blah, blah. You know, you hang up, and that's, that can be discouraging. You know? You wish you could change time. But I say, Lord, you're in control. You're in control, Lord. I trust in you. I trust in you. So don't let discouragement get you in a place where you can't allow yourself to open that gift. Hmm? You know, we saw that the angels showed up and delivered the message to the shepherd on the hillside. Bethlehem, the shepherd didn't know immediately, was feeling scared, right? You know, he didn't know what was happening. He had heard about something, he didn't know how it was going to happen. So immediately, immediately after he started feeling, you know, Luke tells us that the other angels started telling him, don't be afraid, I bring you good news. I bring you good news. Remember, the Lord brings the good news to you. Don't be afraid. This is great joy. It says for all people, not just for this second pew or the third pew or the one. It's for all of us. It's for all of us that our Savior has been born. Amen. That they had been, they had been, um, that they had been, you know, that the Israelites, the Israelites had been, had anticipated and waiting so long for this. By the end of the night, the shepherds had got it. They finally got it. Some of us haven't gotten it, got it yet. Huh? You haven't gotten it. We'll pray for you. As we walk through the Advent, we know what's coming. Hmm? We know that Christ, the Messiah, has come. Amen? This we can celebrate and rejoice over. We know that there's more to come. The second coming of Christ. We must be anticipating... We must be anticipating. We must be anticipating their arrival. Hmm? I don't ride the bus to work or the train to work. How many of you do? I mean, you guys can't wait for that train to get there. You don't want it late at all. You're anticipating for it to get there. 
We need to be anticipating. We must be preparing ourselves. You know, these guys weren't, they were waiting, but they were doing things. You know, as we wait for the second coming of the Lord, we must be in action. Hmm? Jesus said, follow me. We must be doing the things of Christ. Do you wonder why there was only three people in the world at that time that recognized the star? What that meant? Did you ever ask yourself that? It was the three vatos that came looking for him, right? They recognized the star. They recognized what that meant. How, how do you think that took place? They had followed the scriptures. They had seen all the prophecies shared. And they had seen those stars. And it says that sometimes, like right now, they were talking about how the fires are, that they can't see where to land because the smoke is so thick. Not to land, but to put water. Well, they were saying that clouds sometimes got in the way for these guys, going through the deserts. And, but they kept going. They didn't quit. You know? We can't quit, guys. We can't quit. We can't quit. Yeah, and they, they traveled, and, and you know they had hardships. We know they probably didn't have enough water. Every time they went into a town to refuel and get supplies, and people asked them, where are you going? You didn't think they got discouragement? You didn't think people told them, you're crazy, man. He's not coming. Where are you going? And people tell you that. Why are you a Christian? Why are you living that way? <laughs> I don't care how smoky it gets. Hmm? I'm going to follow the star. So don't, don't um, keep on. Don't be looking at the wrong things. Recognize the arrival of joy. the fulfillment of what that means. And that's to bring the gifts and sing unto the Lord. You know, um, the Bible tells us that through hardships we grow. We grow. It builds you up. You know, I used to think, <laughs> okay, what am I learning now, Lord? <laughs> you know, what am I learning today? Huh? What are you trying to show me? What are you trying to direct me? Um, it builds what? Our trials bring built faith. It produces longevity. Hmm. Choose joy. Yeah, you know, it says, um, 
Um, the idea that we can choose joy is a little deceiving, though. Because, you know, okay, I'll choose joy. Do I sit there and um, focus on just joy, 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 joy? How do I get joy? How do I get joy? Do I, do I conjure up something, you know, to get joy? No. Joy is a gift. Joy is a gift. It's the Holy Spirit. Okay? It's a spirit. It's the fruit of the spirit. That, that joy comes to you. You know, how do you get it? By choosing to live right for the Lord. Hmm? You can't be at the tardiada, man. You know? <laughs> After church on Sundays, eating a carnitas and having a cold one, you know? <laughs> I don't think that's what God's talking about, man. You know? All right? It's just, you know, it's, we can choose to live the way God wants you to have joy. Amen. Gratitude. So what are some of the tools I need to get this? It's gratitude. Gratitude. You know, we forget, oh, you got that $30,000 car out there, you know? Huh? We forget, oh, I go to work. No, no, no. The Lord gave you that job to get that car. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for keeping me healthy. Thank you, Jesus, for, you know, keeping me clean, mind, thoughts, everything, you know? That I'm not going to the pool hall. Ah, I just need to go for a little while. All right. What are you going to go see there? You know? Come on, guys. You want to be a kingdom man? It takes a lot to be a kingdom man. All right? takes a lot. And women too. Okay? You know? Start praying for people. You start praying for four people. You'll start praying for ten people. You'll start praying for fifteen people. Okay? That's living for Christ. You know, it's counterproductive if you complain when, you're, when, you, when you complain, you do not open your heart to the Lord. You know, um, um, <clears throat> that's why Paul instructed the Thessalonians to rejoice always in praying continuously, giving thanks in all circumstances. You know, we had a saint that would always tell me that. My Pastor Ralph. Pastor Ralph would tell me that all the time. David, don't worry. Continue praying, no matter how crazy it gets. As pastor, I'm going crazy. I have four kids that drive me crazy. You know? You'll get through this, David. You know? Let me pray with you, David. Gratitude goes a long ways on leading you towards joy. Choosing obedient. That's obedient, being obedient. That's part of it, man. Obedient. In John 15, 11, Jesus says, I have told you this, that you may, may the joy may be with you and in your 
Joy may be complete. Complete, not halfway. My Jesus, not halfway. Okay, remember that. It's all the way. It's all the way. Like, like anything, though, it takes practice. It takes practice. It takes practice. You know, um, you practice a little bit, and then tomorrow you do a little bit more. And then you do a little bit more. You do a little bit more. Remember, there's nothing in us. Okay? Hallelujah. His ways. His ways. His ways. Then choose the actions that align you with God's word. Amen? And we'll be able to receive his joy in your life. Choosing abiding in him brings a gift of joy into our hearts and into our lives. The same truth with our relationship with him, with our joy makes us complete with him. Makes you have an intimate relationship with him. It's important. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I pray this season for you that you will find the joy of Christ in your life. That you go back and you look for that star. Hmm? The star of hope. The star of love. The star of joy. God bless you. Can we all please stand?
Fabian. 